0: She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper.
2: As always, this is Kristen Harper, radio show host for tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. I hope all of you are doing well. Today's episode is all about damaging effects of pharmaceutical drugs, and my special guest is Anne Blake Tracy, and it's definitely an honor to have her on. She has been revealing the truth about these pharmaceutical drugs for very close to 30 years, and she's well-known in the world. She's been on Fox News and InfoWars and, and so much more, so today... We will be talking about the damaging effects of pharmaceutical drugs. Also about anger, rage, violence. Also, Ann Blake Tracy, who is the founder of International Coalition for Drug Awareness, has specialized in adverse reactions to antidepressants since 1990 and so much more. And if you'd like to learn more about me, please check out my two websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. I do offer hair analysis packages there to balance body chemistry naturally. And also, my speaking website is KristenHarperSpeaks.com. I am a health and wellness speaker that's k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com and if you'd like to be a sponsor of my show please reach out to me at Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. it will definitely benefit your business because my show is growing and it's on two networks voice america is the largest internet radio network in the world. And then also KFNX in Phoenix, Arizona. So what I'd like to do is oh, I just wanted to mention also, I've had a couple of influencers on my show in March, JJ Yosh and also Gordon Frazier, and wonderful interviews. JJ talked about the importance of being outside. For improved health and reducing stress and, and much more and Gordon Frazier was on last week he is uh, an actor and he talked about the importance of mindfulness and then next week it's really exciting but I do have a celebrity coming on my show she's an actress and I'll keep that a surprise so I'd like to go over Ann Blake Tracy's bio here and uh, please go to her website which is drugawareness.org and it's, her bio is very long. However, I do want to cover it because she is such an expert and she's done so much. So Anne Blake Tracy has specialized since 1990 in adverse reactions to medications such as Prozac and Zoloft, Paxil, uh, Celexa, Lexapro, and these bunch of other medications here, antipsychotics, Sarah Quell and others, and painkillers, the list goes on and on. She has testified multiple times before the FDA and Congressional Subcommittee members on antidepressants. May of 2013, she testified along with other experts before the Danish parliament on the brain damage produced by antidepressants since 1992. She has testified as an expert witness in Prozac and other SSRI related court cases around the world. Some of the more high profile cases she has worked on would be the murder suicide of comedian Phil Hartman and his wife, Bryn, the Columbine and Red Lake school shootings, Andrea Yates, the Texas mother who drowned her five children, the, Atlanta Day Trader, Princess Die's death, the murder suicide of the royal family of Nepal, Anna Nicole Smith's son Daniel's death, and Blake Tracy will amaze you with the documentation as to how often these drugs have lurked silently behind the scenes of major headlines worldwide. To get an idea of how often and the types of reactions we are seeing in the news, go to drugawareness.org at drugawareness.org for Breaking News, Cases, and also SSRIStories.net for our database of thousands of articles on patients on these drugs and the adverse results appearing as headlines, which Anne Blake Tracy, along with many of our directors over the years, have been gathering since 1990. Then our Texas director, Rosie Meisenberg, along with her husband, Gene, began to post the stories into an online database in 2006 with only a handful of individuals gathering the cases, it should be clear that this shocking list is the only tip of the iceberg of horrifying antidepressant-induced nightmares. Anne's first book on the issue is the Prozac Pandora, which was published in 1991. This is a very well-known book. It was expanded to nearly 500 pages, published in 1994, with the title Prozac, Panacea, or Pandora. And um, the third edition, Prozac, Pansia, or Pandora. Our serotonin Nightmare came out in 2001, and the ebook was expanded into the latest version in May of 2014. What scientists are just now learning about are these drugs she spelled out in her writings years ago. She has participated in radio, television, newspaper, magazine interviews since 1990. We know of no one with such extensive experience and expertise in all these issues surrounding the SSRI antidepressants as Anne Blake Tracy. She knows this like no one you have ever met. Her latest book, Prozac Family of Antidepressants, Prozac, Panacea, or Pandora, our serotonin nightmare 2014, is the product of many, many years of intensive research in the cases of thousands of patients on a long-term basis. Anne Blake Tracy also has an hour-and-a-half long audio there's a CD help. I can't get enough of um, can't get off of my antidepressant, which explains the safest withdrawal methods. And what I suggest, I mean, this bio goes on and on with all her expertise. She's um, been on Fox News and also CNN, PBS programs, Dateline 2020, The Geraldo Show, Lisa Gibbons Show, The Montel Williams Show. I mean, the list goes on and on. She is absolutely amazing. Um, there's also, she has appeared in uh, two, two major film documentaries released at the end of 2005, The Drugging of Our Children, by award-winning documentary filmmaker Gary Knoll, which contains interviews with Michael Moore and Neil Bush agreeing on the subject of the horrors of giving our children drugs. The list goes on and on, so I please, uh, rec- I recommend to my listeners, go to drugawareness.org and you will go to mission at the very top she has a page mission you click on that and then then go to board and you can read her entire bio and it's definitely an honor to have Ann Blake Tracy on my show welcome
0: thank you
1: it's uh, I definitely I a... so No not wonder I'm tired <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah i i just um have to i just want to uh, it's definitely an honor and I just appreciate what you've been doing, you know, revealing the truth for all these years, and uh, you've definitely made a difference in this world. And and I actually, I have a friend who, is his background is in hair analysis like me, and he was just so thrilled. I just talked to him a couple times before the show, and he was just so thrilled because he's been following you for so many years, and he was just thrilled that. You're going to be on the show, sh- sh- yeah. Show today, uh, Dr. Rick Walter. So, uh, so, Anne Blake, Tracy, how did this all start for you, as far as revealing the truth about these
1: pharmaceutical drugs? Well, probably the way it started for everybody else. I had friends that were put on the drugs and went through sudden, very drastic changes in their character and personality and. And began having all kinds of mental issues that they'd never had before. And so they kept asking me to look into Prozac. That was the one that they were both being given. And they knew that I'd studied health for many, many years. And they kept saying, we know you understand enough about this stuff. Would you please look into it? Finally, I heard the real fear in their voice. You know, I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention. But then I realized they were really scared about what was happening to themselves and didn't understand it. So I ran by a pharmacy and asked for a package insert on the drug. And there it was, exactly what I expected. Both of them, even though they were very staunch Mormons, Who do not drink were drinking like crazy. I mean, they were like alcoholic almost overnight. And the one had started having seizure activity and then was diagnosed with a psychotic break. You know, it just, I'm going, whoa, you know, what has happened to these people? So that's the very first thing I saw was those overwhelming cravings for alcohol. Wow. And I, you know, I just said that's just awful because I knew it meant that it was dropping their blood sugar because that's why people crave alcohol. If you look into Dr. James Milam's work, his clinic is about the only one in the country I'm aware of where they have almost zero recidivism with alcoholism because he puts them on a hypoglycemic diet and takes care of the initial problem. So I I just, I thought, you know, the world doesn't need more people with hypoglycemia. I've had cancer. I'd rather have cancer again than to have hypoglycemia because you can't think straight to know how to take care of yourself or... Get well because the brain feeds on blood sugar. The minute that blood sugar drops, you're losing brain cells. So it's very, very, very hard on the brain and is behind many, many mental disorders. And it's being ignored. So that's how it all started. And right. then it just grew as I learned more and more about what patients were going through, I thought, oh my gosh, you can't do these things to people. Somebody's got to wake up to this. And I started looking and found out that the whole hypothesis behind the drugs is backwards, completely and totally backwards. Serotonin is not low in depression. It's elevated. So the drugs are actually causing everything that they're telling you that they cure.
2: Mm -hmm. yes so what i'd like to do and maybe we should actually go to a break now and then after the break i would like to cover with you the adverse reactions to these pharmaceutical drugs more in detail so this is kristen harper radio show host for tips to keep you healthy happy and motivated and my special guest is ann blake tracy Today's episode is all about the damaging effects of pharmaceutical drugs and my show is on voiceamerica.com on the health and wellness channel and also on KFNX. Please stay tuned and we'll be right back.
0: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you
1: evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses.
0: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated.
2: We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host, for Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. And today's episode is about the damaging effects of pharmaceutical drugs with Ann Blake Tracy. And she is the author of Prozac, Panacea, or... Pandora, and she has been involved with revealing the truth about these pharmaceutical drugs for a very long time, almost 30 years. So Ann Blake, Tracy, can you talk more about the adverse reactions to these pharmaceutical drugs, whatever you feel is the most important that you want to talk about today, um, whether it's the antidepressants, painkillers, even medications right. you know for, ch- for children that have ADHD, ADE,
1: well, there's several things that, that really concern me. Um, one is a, called a REM sleep disorder. And antidepressants are involved in 86% of the diagnosis of that very deadly sleep disorder. It is a condition in where you act out nightmares that you're having. There's no paralysis during sleep, and you can, therefore, act out what you're dreaming. Um, They know that 80% of those that go into this hurt themselves or someone else, including murder and suicide, and they wake up and go, I just did what? You hear a lot about that with Ambien, but like I said, 86% of those cases are people taking an antidepressant, not Ambien. 3% are on drugs like Ambien. Wow. So, uh, in fact, if your listeners would go to our website, the drugawareness.org website, pull up the front page and go down where they'll see some little Oh, black circles right in the middle of the page. There's one where the doctor whose research was used to develop these drugs came out and called the monsters she wished she'd never been involved with. Then there's one from the doctor who bribed the approval for the group of drugs. <laughs> But down below, you'll find, I think it's the very last black circle, is why I took a gun to school. And it's a boy that went into this sleep disorder while switching from the antidepressant Paxil to the antidepressant Effexor. Doctors do it way too fast every time. I haven't met one that's done it right. Because they just don't understand. If they understood more about the steroid effect of these drugs, they would be far more careful. But it took them a long, long time to figure out if steroids make you go psychotic. So, unfortunately, 30 years later, we're still waiting for them to catch up. But that sleep disorder, you can see so clearly in this kid's case, and you will it. Once you see it, you begin to understand why you look at the Batman shooter in Aurora, Colorado with that deer in the headlight kind of look that he had on his face like, is this really real? You know? <laughs> Can this be happening? Did I actually do this? It's because you're not conscious when it happens. And it happens because the serotonin level gets way too high. Uh, and most people do not know that serotonin is what LSD and PCP mimic to produce hallucination. So as you're on these drugs, it increase serotonin, and antidepressants are not the only ones. There are many painkillers that do as well. Um... And then gabapentin is probably the most widely spread one out there right now. But there's also stop-smoking meds that do it. So as that level of serotonin begins to increase, you begin having LSD and PCP-like reactions. So it's like a slow fuse LSD or PCP effect. So it looks like you are going crazy instead of it being an effect of a drug. To me, that's the most damning. <sighs> what a curse to do that to someone so that they at first feel great and then slowly, gradually, they become totally insane. And they think that they're just going crazy. They have no idea. One of the very first calls I got, I hope you're sitting down for this one, was a young man from the United Kingdom who said, Thank you so much for your book. It has finally helped me to understand what I've been going through. And he said, I thought I was going crazy. I never dreamed it was my bedwetting medication. They have been giving antidepressants for bedwetting since about the 50s. Oh my gosh. You know what serial killers have in common? Mm. Bedwetting. Jeez. So, what were they given? As far as I know, nobody's looked, and it needs to be looked at. Mm. Because homicidal ideation is one of the side effects that you get from antidepressants. And that doesn't mean just killing somebody. It means constant, obsessive, compulsive thoughts of killing and various methods of killing, which is the same with the suicidal ideation that they cause. It's not just trying to kill yourself, it's having constant, ruminating thoughts of killing yourself and different ideas on how to do it. So they look at a lot of these cases and they think, whoa, this was premeditated. No, it wasn't. It was, they would have those obsessive thoughts and maybe even gather the weapons that they were thinking about from those thoughts but then they were able to fight it off and become themselves again and be in control. But then those obsessive thoughts would come again and again until they reach the point where they can no longer control them. And they go into that toxic state, that toxic serotonergic state where they're acting out their nightmares. Comedian Phil Hartman's wife had to go get friends to get them to come to the house after she'd shot Phil because she didn't know if she'd shot him or if she was having a dream. And after they confirmed for her that she had indeed shot him, she picked up the phone in the bedroom as they walked out of the room called her sister, and said, Oh my gosh, Kathy, I shot Phil. She was totally hysterical. She said, Why would I do that? There's no reason for it. And then she begged her to take care of the children, hung up, laid down next to Phil and shot herself. Yes. We still don't. She was actually, we found out later, she was actually writing a play on a woman who shoots her husband in his Well, wow. What would you be dreaming about if you're constantly working on something like that? Wow. You know, so we don't know for sure. I never did ask her mom if she went back and read the screenplay, but we don't know whether she went back into the dream state and continued acting out whatever it was that she had written or if she came to the realization that she had taken her husband's life and couldn't live with it. So, well, anyway, that to me is the most important thing. You don't know when you're going to reach a chemical change that is to the point that it's repressed your dream state enough that you're going to go into this room sleep disorder. Because people will say, "Oh well, I'd never do that. You don't know you have no idea no. you don't know how well your liver's working. You don't know how well anything else is working to fight the effects of the drugs that's continuing to increase that serotonin level. Mm-hmm. The problem with it, though, is you cannot abruptly discontinue the drug or even rapidly discontinue it. You've got to very gradually pull it away from yourself. And it takes a long time to do that. But if you do it abruptly, the FDA has said that can cause suicide, hostility, or psychosis. We don't know for sure why. We don't know if it's that the drug is being flushed enough when you come off abruptly, that it's raising the serotonin levels way too high. We don't know. We just know that that's what it produces. And people go completely and totally insane. They call it a quick trip to hell if they come off that antidepressant too fast. And so many stay on their antidepressants because they don't know how to get off. If they go off very slowly, very gradually, they can make it off and be normal again. There's quite a few kids in that movie that you mentioned, the drugging of our children, that were able to get off of their meds and get their lives back. You just got to know how to do it. And it's wrong that they're not letting people know. I mean, I deal with all these school shootings. And right after Parkland, a month to the day, after Parkland, right in the same area, there was a kid having a sleepover with friends. And he, in the middle of the night, he started stabbing them all.
0: He had oh been off
1: the antidepressant for one week. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And he probably just quit. You know, whether he'd heard news reports, That Nicholas Cruz, the shooter, was on the drugs, and that there's all kinds of research showing how many, and that's on our website too. There's a whole long list of the school shooters and which antidepressants they were on.
2: Oh wow!
1: Being a kid, he may have thought, "Well, I'm just going to quit this drug," if he heard that. I, you know, nobody knows yet why he quit, or if anybody helped him. Or how fast? Knowing he was a kid, he probably just quit. And I wonder that about Nicholas Cruz as well, the shooter. Because oh yes. His mom had recently died, and yes, then he uh, started uh, having all these violent episodes.
2: Yes, and actually, uh, we're going to be going to a short break again here sh- uh, soon, and okay. I'd like to talk. I'd like to talk about uh, Nicholas Cruz as well, uh, the Florida okay. shooter, and um, just I've told people you know and we've talked about this on previous episodes but um if you're wanting to reduce medications is just work with a, a qualified um, health professional and before we actually go to a break um yeah am tracy uh, uh, yeah before we actually um go to a break i just wanted to ask you real quick because i think i've heard this somewhere that when uh people are trying to you know work with their doctor and try to get off these meds I think somewhere you might have said uh, magnesium does help with that.
1: Yes. That's very yeah, we've interesting. We've got a long list of things that help listed on our website under alternatives. Okay, that's good. And I, I high, and, uh,
2: magnesium is, is very important as well. And I definitely recommend you go to her uh, website because she has so much, I mean, just absolutely wonderful information there. So that's drugawareness.org. And so we're going to go to a short break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about the Florida shooter. And I also want to talk about, go back to this. FDA 2004 testimony with Corey, why I took a gun to school. I'd like to talk Mm -hmm. a little bit more about that and and body chemistry and much more. So this is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. My special guest is Ann Blake Tracy. We have been talking about the damaging effects of pharmaceutical drugs. My show is on Voice America and also on KFNX. Please stay tuned, and we'll be right back.
0: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker And founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services, she inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to KristenHarperSpeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N HarperSpeaks.com Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent Now, you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, Blackberry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, Blackberry App World, or Android Market. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Listening to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's Kristen That's K R I S T E N at Kristen Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated.
2: This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. Today's episode is about the damaging effects of pharmaceutical drugs. My special guest is Anne Blake Tracy, and she is the author of Prozac, Panacea, or Pandora. And so... We have, I have quite a few questions here that we have to cover, and we have about 20 minutes left, so we'll have to move pretty fast here. But uh, Ann, Blake, Tracy, would you be able to talk more in detail of what happened to Corey? You were talking earlier about the, the testimony, why I took a gun to school, the FDA 2004 right. testimony. Can you just actually uh, talk a little bit more about actually what happened to Corey?
1: Okay. Uh, first of all, as a background on Corey, he was a farm kid in uh, Eastern Washington, and good, hard worker. Parents never had any problems with him at all. But his mom got started on Paxil uh, for postpartum, I believe. And down the roadways, poor Corey, who was really bashful, finishing up his Eagle Scout Award, up, whatever they call that, and getting ready to serve a mission for his church for two years, Um, the doctor decided he needed Paxil, too, for his shyness, and he had some anxiety, too, early in the day, and so... Harry'd been on the drug for almost a year, and the doctors decided to switch him, probably because he was having all the side effects from the Paxil. They think if they spell the name of the drug differently, that the antidepressant's going to act any differently. Duh. <laughs> so they spent only three weeks switching him over, which is way too fast. And on the last day where they had taken him up to the very maximum dose, this is a 16-year-old kid, very maximum dose of Effexor, which is 300 milligrams, he told his mom and dad after he said, I just really don't feel very good. And he said, I think I'm going to go back to bed for a while and I'll go to school later. And they said, that's fine, son. Well, he said, I woke up in juvenile detention. And what happened was he got up out of bed, got a gun, went to school, held his classmates at gunpoint for 45 minutes. And one of the girls asked him in the middle of it all, he he would hold the gun on them for a while and then hold it under his own chin. And then hold it on the class for a while and then hold it under his chin. But one of the girls looked at him and said, Corey, what are you going to do with that gun? Are you going to hurt us? And they, the kids said that Corey looked down at the gun like, Oh my gosh, there's a gun in my hand. Like, how did that get there? You know, but luckily his school teacher, he knew very well. And the school teacher was able to talk him into handing him the gun. Got to remember they're in a dream state. So if you can work with the dream that they're having and somehow persuade them, then you're okay. Um, but too many of them have so much adrenaline pumping when that happens that they're just scared to death of everything.
2: Right. And he was in jail and it for depends
1: fourteen on months. What they might be hallucinating too.
2: Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say he was in jail for fourteen months and he doesn't remember what he did.
1: No. Well. To this day so, he doesn't remember.
2: Yeah, so and I I checked out the video, so my listeners, you can go to Ann Blake Tracy's website. She does have the video there, Why I Took a Gun to School, FDA two thousand four testimony. And um Maybe briefly you could talk about this uh, Florida shooter, Nicholas Cruz.
1: Okay. Um, I really kind of wonder if Nicholas didn't go into the same kind of thing. He had gone back to bed that day, too. And, I mean, he looked like I did this. And you can kind of see that look on his face of total shock. So, I don't know. But what we do know about Nicholas is that he had been drugged for a long time. According to the court records, he had been on drugs for depression, ADHD, and autism. And we know that 63% of children who are autistic are given antidepressants. So chances are he was on more than one antidepressant, which you really shouldn't do because serotonin goes up too fast that way. In fact, that's what killed Anna Nicole Smith's young son, Daniel. And he was sitting in a hospital room visiting with his mom and new baby sister when he dropped dead. So when that serotonin level gets too high, you're gone. It, It is deadly. <clears throat> but anyway, um, hell, and that happened right there by Parkland, too. The same school where Nicholas mm-hmm. just shot everybody. Mm-hmm. But anyway, his mother had died of flu just two months before, two or three months before. And I kind of wonder if maybe he thought, as a lot of kids do, Mom's gone now. I don't have to take these drugs she kept making me take. Or he could have thought, you know, he was very distraught over the loss of his mom. He could have thought, if I take more, I won't be so depressed. People just do not know that they cannot do those things. In yes. fact, I had another Florida case years ago where a kid did that he knew that somebody else in the house had a prescription for Zoloft but they didn't like it so they stuck it on top of the fridge and he'd been really depressed he was only 18 right about the same age as Nicholas and he thought well there's those antidepressant drugs on top of the fridge why don't I try it So he took one. Fifteen minutes later, he didn't feel any better, so he took another one. When he didn't feel any better, half hour later, he took another one. By the time he had taken eight pills, he can't remember anything. But he went out and with a screwdriver, stabbed a man a hundred times and killed him. Wow. No memory of it, of course. Hmm. We just don't know how many people in our society are aware that LSD was once a medication. PCP was a medication. It was on the market for seven years before it was pulled at the insistence of law enforcement and judges, not doctors. And that's, you you run into any officer anywhere. And ask him if he wants to run into somebody on PCP, and you will see a look of horror on their face, because they don't want to see anybody on PCP. They're just the most violent people you'd ever want to run into. But it was out there seven years being used as medication. Mm. Wow. In fact, nearly every illegal drug out there was a prescription medication beforehand. Ecstasy was being prescribed by psychiatrists for depression until five years before Prozac hit the market. Wow. Yeah. That's just shocking. So, <laughs> it's just and, shocking. Yeah. What? I was just saying it's shocking. Yeah. I think they figured the last figures I saw were back in the mid-90s. I haven't looked them up since as far as the comparison between deaths from illegal drugs as opposed to deaths from prescription drugs. Mm
0: -hmm. That
1: year it was 20,000 died of illegal drugs and 200,000 died of prescription drugs. See, people don't know that. They think the illegal ones are the dangerous ones uh huh Right. No way. Yeah. I mean, and how many remember Fenfen and Redux, Viox? You know, look at all these things that we've had happen and how many people have died from just those medical mistakes. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you to, um, before we get to the end of the show here, and I also want my listeners to, if you could give my listeners to more information as far as if they want to purchase your book or, or to learn more. But what I wanted to talk about now is body chemistry. So we know that the neurotox- that the psychotropic drugs are neurotoxic and they can increase the risk for um suicide and homicide. but I also wanted to ask you how you felt about body chemistry. If it's unbalanced, can that also increase homicide and suicide? And the reason I, I wanted to bring that up is there's two individuals. Uh, there's Dr. Peter Bregan, American yeah. uh, psychiatrist and he and there's a quote here um, uh, by him and basically he talks about, Um, He talks about the adverse effects of these uh, drugs as well, these antidepressant drugs. And and mania with psychosis is the extreme end of a stimulant continuum that often begins with lesser degrees of insomnia, nervousness, anxiety, hyperactivity, and irritability, and then progresses towards more severe agitation, aggression, and varying degrees of mania and Just based on hair analysis, the stimulant continuum can be related to the sodium-potassium ratio on a hair analysis. So as it increases and goes above ideal, the person's stress moves closer towards mania with psychosis and violent tendencies. So I wanted to bring up Dr. Bragan. And then lastly, there's Dr. um, Bill Walsh. And he actually did studies of the brain chemistry of prisoners, at the Joliet, Joliet State Penitentiary in Illinois, and um, he, basically he, with the study, because he actually um, used data from hair mineral analysis, that there was distinct patterns of minerals and toxic metals associated with the history of violent behavior compared to those with nonviolent controls, a disturbance right. of brain, brain chemistry, so I just wanted to get your thoughts on this.
1: Well, I agree.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In fact, we know that 80% of those in prison for violent crime are hypoglycemic. Remember what I said about these drugs producing yes. hypoglycemia? Any yes. of your heavy metals is going to be a shock to the body and will drop the sugar levels. So it's all linked, it's all tied together. Um, Most people don't know that neurotransmitters were known as neurohormones until just a few years before these drugs came out. So if you really stop and think and look, you realize that it's all linked together. And I know as I read research, I read it straight for four months. From more early morning till late at night, I got every piece of literature I could find on serotonin and on these drugs. And I just combed through everything from every angle that there was. And um, I kept saying, my gosh, they're talking about hypoglycemia all the way through here. They're talking about blood sugar imbalances in the brain. Why don't they come right out and say that? Finally, I ran across a study talking about the high rate of diabetes among the mentally ill. And I thought, well, of course, stupid. (laughs) They've already got hypoglycemia. That's why they come to see you to begin with, because when you read all the symptoms of hypoglycemia, you've got every mental disorder that there is listed there. And then you give them these drugs that are so hard on the pancreas, of course, it's going to give out. And you've got... Diabetes. So I start reading this study (laughs) and they very nonchalantly say well we've known for decades that all mental illness is blood sugar related. Going what? Then why don't you tell people that? And I had a little girl that flipped out on these. She was coming off Paxil. I was helping her to wean off Paxil but she developed a cough It will often come in the withdrawal, and her mom thought she was coming down with a cold or something, and she gave her cough and cold meds. Don't ever take one of those if you're taking an antidepressant. The warnings are not strong enough. Never, ever touch anything like that. It's got dextromethorphan in it, which is a serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Well, she took the cough syrup for like two days, maybe. And I got a call saying, oh my gosh, she just ripped her schoolroom from one end to the other. It's just shredded. And she, the mom wanted to bring her over. And I said, the emergency room's closer. So we agreed to go together to the emergency room. But I called back to say, would you please give her some orange juice? Because I think she's in insulin shock from a drop in her sugar level. And the lady who answered said, that's it. That's it exactly. I said, what? (laughs) She said, I'm the school administrator. And we have three other children here who are diabetic. And Crystal acted exactly like they do when they go into enshrine shock. Wow.
2: And um, I am so so sorry to um, interrupt here, but we have like less than two minutes left. So if you could just please let my listeners know how they can learn more.
1: Well, go to mm www.dragawareness.org. That's where it all is. You can find it all there. If you want to see the list of cases, thousands of cases, you can go to SS. Ri Stories. Dot Net, and you'll find those listed one right after another, along with all the school shootings. There, we've got those separate. Okay, so, well, I- it's all there, but be careful because okay. 75% of doctors and nurses are reporting that they're taking these drugs too. Oh,
2: wow. it's uh, so uh, shocking, and uh, I just want to thank you so much for. You're making a difference in this world, and it's de- it was definitely an honor to have you on my show. and And also, you can Thank get her you. book and, and her in your book. Um, they can get on Amazon, correct?
1: The, the book is, oh, is only that? in the ebook format now, so you can in get Amazon, that on my right? website. Okay. No, Amazon doesn't have the ebook. Okay. They do have older copies, though. You can get an older copy there.
2: Okay, so you can go to her website, and her, her book is Prozac, um, Pansia, or Pandora, and her website, again, is drugawareness.org, and this is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you, and my email address is Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Have a great rest of your afternoon. Take care.